Hey, After Buzzers, what's going on? It's another episode of House of Lies. Y'all heard of Rachel Dolez, all right? Well, her male counterpoint is on this episode. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What is this like uh 1990? I think like 93 was like right around yeah. early Snoop, right? Yeah, they were all right part of, part of that click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was like yeah, maybe 94, 95. Early. Man, Lady of Rage, what? <laughs> Went back on this one. <laughs> I thought the Afro Puffs. No, it's very fitting. Very fitting for this episode. All about natural hair and people pretending to be black. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and only House of Lies after show. I am your host, Lynn Gonzalez. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on social media at The Poet Saint. I got my girl holding it down with me every week. Miss Jill Monroe, what's up? Ow. It's Jill Monroe. You can find me on social media. That's Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all the good ones at Stiletto Jill. Make sure you follow and make sure you're following After Buzz TV because if you aren't, Something's missing. Something's missing. Some, something's missing. No, let me stop. <laughs> all hip hop here. Yeah, West it's Coast. all hip hop. Yeah, West <laughs> Kizost. So, um, I think that this is probably my favorite episode this season. Yes, I agree. This Absolutely. This episode was dope. For sure. <laughs> I just thought we were talking earlier about the writing and just, you know, I, I think the writing just in this whole entire, you know, uh, um, season and the show itself, you know, uh, the show has great writing. And that's one of the things I love about the show. Um, but this particular season, I feel like they stepped it up a notch. Yeah. And this episode was just great. Like, it was so dope. Just how everything kind of came together. I just praise to the writing team. Kudo, Jay, because As a matter of yeah. fact, we actually have a special guest coming next week. Uh, so you better be here because you really don't want to miss that. I'm really excited. Uh, but anyway, we're getting into this episode and it starts off with Marty in the elevator. And of course, this is his building. This is his company, right? Con Associates. And he's in there and he goes to, you know, push the little elevator button and uh, to get to the floor he wants to get in and he doesn't work. It doesn't work. And some lady next to him says, oh, oh, you got to use a card key. Um, I forgot mine. So I have my new one now here. Let me, let me help you out. And he's like, what is going on? Like, because right. he was gone. They were on the cruise ship. Exactly. Exactly. So um, we don't know exactly how far it's going, but gone enough to basically there was a new security system put in. And so when he comes back, he's just like super thrown off and just like, what is going on? When he gets to his floor, uh, of course, he's greeted by Mr. Ron, um, who then proceeds to tell him he made all these upgrades and all this kind of stuff. And Marty's just like, dude, are you serious? And he's trying to tell him, oh, it's the neighborhood. Oh, you know, you just got to make sure. But Marty's very smart. And he knows that basically with this acquisition, pending acquisition, he knows that Ron is trying to set himself up to run the company Pole once position. he's gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Once he's gone. So, I mean, you know, you can't bull crap a bull crapper, absolutely right? Absolutely not. You just can't. So, game recognizes game. That's what that's called, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go. So, anyway, um, he knows what it is. And so, 
Um, we see Clyde. He's meeting with his his boy Seth Buckley, who's running for mayor. And um, you know he had agreed, kind of reluctantly, but you know decided to help him out with his campaign and the things you know logistics. What he does, you know what he's good at. And um, Jeannie walks in, kind of hating on him, right? right. And uh, <laughs> as they do, <laughs> always. I mean, this is just what they do. Right. It's, it's they're like a family. You know, brothers and sisters always you know coming at each other. And so. Um, uh, you know, they're talking. She kind of hates on the conversation, hates what's going on. She ends up with green jeans. Right. How embarrassing is that? Like, what do you do? You know, that's a fear of mine that yeah. you're going to be standing there with something on your lip or something, right. you know, right. pepper between your teeth, food between your teeth. And exactly. nobody tells you. Right. And you're just grinning as Jeannie was mm -hmm. just smiling and just mm -hmm. feeling really in her moment that she was clowning them. Oh, yeah. And she had cream cheese yeah right there and Clyde was loving it yes he, he was, was. Just, he was not going to Cutting say anything. it off just being the hater just, that he can oh be at times anytime they could hate on each other it happens full blast right so we see uh Seth he's like uh oh, let me let me help you out you got some cream cheese on your let me let me get that off for you and so you know we find out obviously after Jenny leaves he talks to Clyde. He's like, yo, what's the deal with Jeannie? What's up with your girl? What's, what's the up? info? What's the 411? I thought he was going like, to really know. get gully with he it. He was pressed. But uh, <laughs> he was just like, yo. And she's like, uh, Jeannie, why would you want to talk to her? Because again, you know, the relationship that they have with each other. And, um, you know, he's just like, I just, I just, you know, I think she's cool. And I'd like, you know, I'm interested to your number. So, and then we see kind of the first stages. And it happens throughout this episode. We see Clyde kind of just like, Okay, but we could see some jealousy there. Now, my question to you is I'm watching this. I know that Clyde has something with Jeannie just because she kind of stole his position. Once she had left, he kind of was, you know, Elevated. the number two in charge. Mm -hmm. And so she comes back. Now he's been kind of pushed down, took the office, all of this, yada, yada, yada. But I didn't know that there was any type of attraction to her. I never... I don't think I really saw that. Did you see that before? See, I didn't see attraction in this. I saw two different things. What did I you saw, see? first of all, I don't want you in the mix of my new business that is mine, okay. that I have ownership over, right. that you guys get in and, yeah, we're a good team, but I don't need you in my mix. I don't need you taking over, slipping anything out from under me, mm -hmm. making any suggestions, because this is mine. Right. And then I think part two to that is that he doesn't want anything with Marty because he's, you know, he knows their situation is weird, hmm. delicate, and I don't know if Marty would mind Jeannie dating someone else, but he might mind if Clyde was the catalyst to her dating someone else, and it's someone that he had to regularly kind of see because Clyde is bringing mm -hmm. him in the office. That's what I got from it. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it is attraction. Maybe that'll come out later. I've always had my eye on you type of thing, right. and that's why he goes so hard on her. I could see that, you know. Well, I, 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 I don't know about the second part you mentioned. I didn't really get that. Um, the first part, yes. And he actually did say that because when he comes, you know, afterward and he does this kind of passive aggressive thing like, hey, you know, remember my friend? Oh, yeah. Da, da, da. He was trying to ask for your number. But, you know, I didn't, of course, I didn't give it to him because, you know, she's like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What? Huh? But of course, she's messing with him, you know, find out later because she's just like, he's like, uh, oh, you, oh, you, you're good. And he's I don't care about your dude, you know, because she gets very explicit about stuff she wants to do, which I thought right. was funny. And he just goes bananas. He's like, no, no, no. But then, of course. In Clyde's bed. Exactly. <laughs> In Clyde's she's, bed. She's like, Jeannie is hard gotta, She's hardcore. She's, she I'm telling you, this, this, this baby, this dealing with, you know, coming back, she's like, she's not playing. Like, no. if she was ever timid before, which she really wasn't. No. But um, she does not play. I think the baby softened her, actually. Really? Yes. I think that she's always hit them with zingers and hit them over the head and been unabashedly 
open. I and think hard. the baby has softened her towards Marty because mm-hmm. I think that you know, and we know the story, and watching the previous seasons that she loves him or has loved him, and Marty didn't reciprocate, which is why you know nothing ever happened outside of that. And then, of course, when the baby came around, then it kind of brought these things kind of full circle. But I think that. You know, looking at when it comes to the whole Marnie situation, that's kind of her way. And I think that's when I see her most vulnerable is when she's with her baby with Marty. That's when they have these intimate conversations. And their little family moments exactly. that they're seeking out. Which she kind of wants, you know. And so I think, you know, as far as everything else, I think she's still hardcore. Like she when she in business, um, I think that. I don't think she makes, I mean, I remember the one episode when she kind of slept with the dude and then he kind of used her and they still didn't sign. I mean, I, I don't think that that was a moment of weakness or anything. I think she wanted what she wanted, you know, and that's what it was. It didn't, you know, I think work she wanted to be romanced. I think that she sure. wants to feel like pretty and someone cares about yeah. her because she talked Who about, you know, it? post. But I think it's also different because, you know, she might be going through a bit of postpartum or, sure. you know, baby blues sure. or whatever that is because mm-hmm. she talked about, you know, getting to dress up in the pretty dress and not right. being in sweats and dealing with breastfeeding and pumping. So. But with this guy, mm-hmm. I feel like she wasn't interested because of what happened recently where she mm-hmm. kind of played herself. So I think that that might have been part of why she was like, Ugh. Well, I think, well, first of all, she definitely was messing with him. You know, when we see and he goes to her and he's kind of talking the whole thing and she's she's playing him. She's messing with them again, trying to get back at him. That's just what she do. That's what they do to each other. You know, it is what it is. But we see later, jumping ahead, but, you know, it's along the same storyline. We see that, you know, she, you know, he tells him that and he doesn't care. Right. And he doesn't want to take no for an answer. And so we see him sitting there with two cups of coffee. And he's like, hey, fancy running into you. He's like, oh, well, there's no one else here. So who else are you going to run into? Um, and then, you know, proceeds to kind of, you know, hey, decline talk to you. And she's like, yeah. And, you know, I know you're not interested, but, you know, I really Shoot just want to. Shoot your shot 2016. Exactly, right. I respect that, though. I respect hey. him. He was like, I really want it. So I'm not just going to take Clyde's word for it because I'm maybe since Clyde was a little weird or he mm-hmm, thought it might mm-hmm. be awkward it's work so I'm gonna shoot my shot on my own I'm gonna step up as a man and see what happens let me tell you something when he said the line he's like I want you to tell no from yourself I'm like yo bam that like, was excellent that was a dope excellent. again the writing of this show was great but that was such a dope like line that he said it was just like yo I need you to tell me no for yourself and she's like uh and uh, she wasn't ready for that right you know and then and plus you know this guy's a politician this guy you know he's way with words they, they're, they're the Very original they're yes. the original max right, right. politicians are the original max they make their living with their mouth peace right yes so the fact that you know he was able to kind of at least get in now it's like okay well how else can I talk and then they end up having this you know conversation in her office and he starts talking about you know she's like oh my gosh you did this and why are you out here oh for the love of that's great you know and of course Clyde and this is where I really felt the jealousy part where it wasn't so much you know I think some of that is yes not wanting her in his business right but I think also I think there's some feelings there and now that I'm processing it, I want to say that there has been some hints of things earlier. I, I mean, I can agree with that. but Just I, very minor, very minor. Like she may say something and he's like, oh, what? Oh, okay. Well, see, I thought, it, it, I can see your point with that, but I guess I would thought that once she and Marty kind of became clear that they do this dance or mm-hmm. whatever, I just assumed that that would just be kind of 
gone away, gone yeah. to the wayside. But right. then again, Clyde does like to go after his coworkers situations. I'm just He's saying. He's known for that. I mean, he is he known, is for, known that. for that. And, then, and there's a history with Jeannie. It's not yeah. like some any girl. There's a history with that. And I think that she could be one of those people that he probably has secretly liked for a long time, never could step to because it didn't make sense, because of the job, because of whatever. Right. You know, she's she thinks he's despicable, you know. <laughs> so indeed, she true. knows that he doesn't have a chance. And so I think this is a situation. And of course, this will definitely develop. I see this developing in further episodes, but um, I think it will turn into an actual jealousy thing. That's interesting. That's just an early prediction. We're not uh, doing predictions yet, but that's interesting. early prediction. But look at Lim yeah, I'm just saying. Insight. I'm just saying. This is what I'm doing. Mm, right. We're gonna have to keep track of that <laughs> for our special guest next we week. We are. Yes, exactly. Oh, that'd be a good question. Right. That'd be a good question. So um, we end up going where uh, we see the crew. The crew, you know, uh, they go end up going to a black hair show, which yes. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like Bronner Brothers, but something else. <laughs> right. So the Braxton Brothers is yeah. what they were called. Yeah. It's this black hair show that supposedly is thrown every year. And this is a big deal. And of course, it's big business. And so... Um, huge, huge, huge industry. Huge. And they're there to meet their clients uh, from Delcor, who are basically trying to sign uh, with this gentleman named Devin Townsend, who runs... Planet uh, Curl. Planet Curls, Right. And so they're there to kind of, you know, make sure this merger happens, you know, and all this kind of stuff. In the meantime, you know, <laughs> I, I love this. It's, again, writing is great. We see Doug walking through there and he's pulling samples and they're like, Doug, okay, what are you doing? What are you this really going to do? This is for black this? hair, Doug. What are you doing? He's like, oh, girl, Tess, um, you know, she just wakes up in the morning. And <laughs> a little kinky. Oh, my God, Doug almost got a foot to the face of the TV. I'm like, what? And he's Doug. Like, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> but that was so great. It's such a Doug thing to say. It oh was great. But I was God. just like, Doug. Dude. But here, so... Okay, points to you for knowing that she might need right. some moisture right. in her life right. and that this is where right. you get it. Right. Uh, okay, Doug. Yeah. You might have a point. You I'm might get you. half a point for that. He's just trying to help his girl out. You know, she might need the, a little shea butter in her life. Might he recognize need it, that. Might need it. Crack it. <laughs> Some little, uh, what is it? Uh, pink oil or whatever. <laughs> Not pink oil. No. No. <laughs> I, I grew up with sisters and a black mother. I know how it goes down. I remember the hot comb. Moisturization oh, man. is I'm telling sexy. you. I'm, I'm telling you. I remember all of that stuff. <laughs> I mean, in our bath and we had all of those products. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? It Beauty takes a lot. It does. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Doug understands too. Doug really does. Yeah. Getting that kink out. Um, so um, we run into Devin Townsend, who is Keegan-Michael Key. Who yes. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. If you ever watch... Um, their sketch comedy show uh, with him and Jordan Peele, Key and Peele, hilarious. It was uh, great. They have a new movie Sad out. Sad to see it go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they have a new movie out, um, which I'm not sure how well it's doing, but of course it's a comedy. Keanu. Uh, Keanu, exactly. Um, but he, I remember him from Mad TV. Like, yeah. He's great. Like he's he's been around for a long time. So it was good to see him in this episode. He's playing Devin Townsend, uh, who, like I said, we said before, runs Planet Curl, and so um, they end up playing golf and so this is Marty we have Devin is there and then we have Rita you know his mother-in-law right love me some Rita <laughs> oh man I love it so they end up you know playing golf right and so uh, Rita you know she got her you know ghetto spy detective CIA thing jumping off and starts asking him questions basically to find out if he's a real brother to test his blackness right 
And so, and it's funny because, you know, she's asking these questions and of course Marty's like, what are, what are you doing? Like, he doesn't get it. At all. Doesn't understand. And then she kind of, you know, puts him to the side and is like, yo, you know, did you see how he acts? Legend of Bagger Vance? Like. <laughs> Wait, and most importantly. <laughs> right. He touched a black woman's oh, hair. Yes. She was Let not having us that. explain. No, she was Let not having us that. Explain. You don't she do that. that. No. No. You're not her stylist, right. like she said. And you ask, you don't just walk up to people and put your hand in their right. hair. That's rude. Right, super rude. And once he did that, that was it for her. She's like, oh. And Rita had a point. Yeah. Even Marty knew mm-hmm. that that was a no-go exactly. zone. Even though he doesn't date black women, right. he still knows. He knows. <laughs> he understands. <laughs> he still knows. That <laughs> I love how she's put, right. put that out there. Oh, Rita was hitting him with the zingers <laughs> oh, all man. on the she golf course all she along. She and she took him. their money. Yeah, she did. Oh, she hustled big time, which was also great. So they get back and Doug does his research and finds out this dude is a modern day male version of Rachel Dolezal. Yes, he is. Hilarious. Showed him with the family. That was just comedy um, with the white family. And so now they're like, okay, they're in a bind because they're getting ready to sign this big merger, which is millions of dollars, you know, that's going to go into, you know, with Connoisseur, it's going to beef up their portfolio, which again is going to make it more attractive for the acquisition. Exactly. And so what did now. They say like 80, 90 million dollars, not crazy. play money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah serious money. And so um, by looking at this, now they're at a dilemma because, like, how can we basically push this gentleman into signing with, you know, our clients when he's not really black? He's not a true representation of of the the product, product, right? That's the problem. So they're like, you know, Doug comes up with this uh, idea. He's like, well, let's go with uh, Asantawa, you know, which is another company. It's like a startup company. Same thing, you know, dealing with black hair. Um, Obviously not as lucrative as what, you know, the uh, other company was going to do, uh, the Planet Curl. And so he tries to work up numbers as far as doing that. He's like, you know, get everyone. Selling them as a value company, as someone that you can grow with and expand with lower operating costs true pretty smart true true if you can sell it if you can sell it but it wasn't the original plan so of course he was climbing an uphill battle at that point um so we uh we see marty end up you know having a talk right and so he's like you know starts (laughs) talking to him like hey uh so uh where you from again and uh tell me about your birth parents tell tell me about your mom and dad (laughs) tell me about your family and basically just comes out he's like um i know you're not black and then he's like what kind of question is that he's like oh it's not a question just it's a statement i'm just saying you're not black and i know that you're not black and of course he starts getting defensive but the interesting part is he doesn't deny it Um, Like Rachel Dolezal did. But (laughs) he doesn't deny it, but he goes into this thing about why he did what he did. What did you think about kind of some of the reasons he was saying? He said he was black inside. (laughs) (laughs) All up in here. He was a black man. (laughs) Listen. My thing is I understand having an affinity for a culture, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling a part of it. Sure finding you know a connection to mm-hmm. it but i feel like you still should want to be true to yourself absolutely you could have still started the same business i understand that there might have been challenges mm-hmm. but then that's where your marketing or you go pair up with someone else and and you play on that that might have helped you right my favorite part of his discussion though was when he turned the camera on marty mm-hmm. and started picking marty apart very easily mm-hmm. i might add very very easily it was very good um he he made and the reason why i was asking i wanted to get your opinion because he actually 
actually, even though everything he was saying was wrong, what he was doing, but he was making some good points. He did. He said, are you giving back to the community? Are you? He's like, oh, you know what? I'll just, I'll just hold out for the both of us. You know, so he was making some valid points. He and- asked Marty, when was the last time he had a black hire exactly. at his company? Yep. And even Marty, you saw the light mm-hmm. bulb go off in Marty's head right. because he knew. Right. Right, absolutely. He was saying some good points. Of course, there was no way he's going to stump Marty because at right. the end of the day, he's Marty Khan. He's Marty Khan, <laughs> and you're not black. Right. Um, another Which, thing I want to yeah. point out is, you know, when he mentioned about the whole college thing, and he said, "Hey, you know, I tried as a white man. What is it, two or three times? Yeah, what? And then right, and then um, when he put black, got accepted right away. And there's actually a, a cool documentary. Um, it's not that long. I recommend it. It's called Little White Lie, mm-hmm. and it talks about uh, it's about a woman who grew up in a situation where she was with a white Jewish family and, you know, she was actually black. She didn't know she was black. Her mom ended up having an affair with a black man, but never told her. She was born, no one said anything, even though they could tell she had darker skin, but no one ever said anything and she was just raised and she thought something was weird because, of course, her skin was darker than everybody else and her dad was trying to put it out like, oh, well, your grandfather's from Sicily and all this kind of stuff. And so eventually she finds out, she ends up going to college and how she ends up getting into college is when she fills out the application, she doesn't put that she's black because at this point she doesn't know. She's not sure. She's unsure. But she just puts, you know, leaves it blank. And then they, the college, after looking at her picture, put black. Because they thought she was black. They thought she was black. And she goes in there and then she ends up getting into this mixed environment where before she was from this Jewish part of New York where she wasn't around any black people. And then that's when she came home and confronted her mother and then she explained what happened. So, but it's just a, you know, but it's funny because that was in the show that this is something that really happened. Yeah. This is something that really happened. She got into school because they thought she was black. So... Interesting, interesting. But, you know, when art and life and reality come together. together. But I think that's the great thing of a show like House of Lies because Mm -hmm. they don't shy away from tackling current issues and things that are sort of controversial within the black community Mm -hmm. and and in the community at large about, you know, interracial relations and those type of things. So um, I thought it was a great um, commentary. Funny. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. No, it was great. Marty had to think about it for a second and Mm -hmm. then get his swag back up and then was like, hmm, how can I get him even further? Exactly. Oh, that was the best part. The best part. Before we get into that, I do love the scene when he goes home and Rita, of course, is digging in him because she's like, was I right? Was I right? And she's like, yeah, you were right. She's like, yeah. And then she's like, go ahead, bring on the jokes. And of course, you know, his dad comes, Jeremiah's sitting there, they act like they're not going to say anything. And then they just start going at him. Oh, Going it was so in. great. It was so great. What would they say? Like, Kuta Kite or Toby? Like, right. <laughs> just question and give them black trivia. Like, you know, Marty, the test is black. Tyra Banks is an African-American <laughs> model that became, you know, like just breaking it down, giving oh, him a tour man. through blackness. Yo, that was great hilarious. <laughs> great that was moment. hilarious. So um, when they go back, uh, they end up, you know, uh, having the meeting, right? And so Marty, you know, before the meeting happens, he basically goes back to the team and he says, look, He's like, we're going to go back to, and this is after a conversation he actually has with Ron. Ron talks to him. He finds out, of course, you know, that he's thinking about pulling out and not going with Planet Curl and going with the other company. And he's like, yo, I don't care what happened or with the reason, you don't want to blow this. You know, this is a situation where you can lose a lot of money, especially because of this impending, you know, acquisition. And of course, Ron is also thinking of himself because he as Marty to, said, right. exactly, he's setting himself up Positioning. to run. 
Absolutely. And of course, you know, he knows that. But Marty starts thinking and he's like, yo, you know, and you see his face, the wheels turning like, yo, that's he's talking real. Because Ron said to him, don't let your ego mess this up. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what it had to do with, because, Mm -hmm. you know, he he called him out on some things that Marty probably has avoided dealing with for a very, very long time because he hasn't had to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. So they go on there and they meet. Of course, everyone's there. uh, the uh, what is it the uh, uh, the clients from Delcor right is there mm-hmm. and they're there with uh, <clears throat> Mr. Uh, <laughs> I keep calling Rachel Dulce <laughs> <laughs> Devin Townsend is there and so they're all there and of course you know they get them to sign and we see them signing you know no problem documentation big and money then, going right, down exactly so that's all done and said and then Marty's like oh wait oh sorry I got something to say I got one some, I missed something. Um, the setup was genius. Oh, it was great. It was great. And I love how they did this because it basically was the best thing that could happen. Yeah. They got the account and they still you know, got him. And basically what they did was they exposed him for being white, um, showing him the picture. It was like, oh, it's a JPEG. You see, right see there, that little right JPEG? There. <laughs> just right there on the computer. And so, of course, you know, the uh, the Delcor uh, people, they're just like, well, what are you? why are you making us do this? And he's like, oh, I know it seems unethical, but... I'm black and I'm, you know, the person, your consultant. So why would you then fire me if I'm the black consultant trying to expose someone who's not black for this company that is about black, black hair? Black hair. Yeah. yeah. So. And they got it really quickly. Exactly. They didn't even have to think about yeah. it. They were kind of yeah. like, you uh, know. That makes sense. He has this over a bridge yeah. and he's coming with alternatives as well. Exactly. So he had a very Oh, they had it plan. set up. They were like, there's three people waiting to take your plot spot. Uh, this is still going to run smoothly. Like it was like everything was already everything was done all they had to do was let him go and then it was still going to be all good and Marty also set it up so that their biggest concern mm-hmm. about him were alleviated with they don't want to change any of the operation strategy right. they don't need final words so they're like oh right. we get all this money and we get to run things our way exactly hmm. very very smart yes uh, very very smart of course it didn't work out uh, for our boy Devin Townsend not at and all he just probably, he's like <laughs> what was the line he was like oh you could be white again he's like uh, just one chai latte a day don't, right. don't rush they were like NPR. They're like, oh, just one episode. <laughs> hey, I like chai lattes. Do you know what I'm saying? So let's not be, make assumptions here. I I'm like just, chai I'm lattes. I'm repeating what it said. <laughs> I, on the lines know, of the I movie. was cracking up though. He I got what he deserved. Great. It was perfect. It was perfect, and the fact that they got it, and it was just, it was just a really great moment. And I don't know, and I keep, you know, mentioning the whole Rachel Dolezal thing. I don't know if this was inspired by that. Um, it'd be I think it had to be yeah. somewhat. It'd, it'd be interesting. I mean, there's had to be something coming out, especially because this is somewhat recent. You Guess know what? the situation. Can possibly ask. Oh, see, we're always thinking we're gonna get you the answers of the things that Info. you really want to know. The yes, deep, yes, deep, deep yes. down. I love it. So, um, uh, we see a little bit also um, before we close out. We see a little bit of uh, Marty's son Roscoe, and he's you know of course been this aspiring model and trying to be in this world, and uh, he ends up getting a gig, but he doesn't want to do the gig because it's with Sears. And because so, he's an edge. Exactly. He's and all it about doesn't edge. fit in his lifestyle. Doesn't fit the edge. And so, of course, they all convince him as a family, like, yo, you still need to do this because you got to start somewhere. Uh, don't do That's it. That's where the great Tyra Banks came in because she was a catalog model. Exactly. Exactly. So we see kind of at the end of the episode, you know, he go up to the to shoot and it's a Christmas shoot and he's got this nasty Christmas sweater with the Santa hat and he's hating life. And of course, Marty shows up and just rubs it in, you know, like, oh, like you're doing such a great job and right. oh, why are you here and he's like oh this is this is great this is for a me proud moment as yeah. a father yeah you know? he was like this is the worst day of mine he's like oh this is the best day of mine 
And it was just a little pushback. And, you know, I think it was great, you know, because uh, we've seen and we haven't seen a whole lot of Roscoe this particular season. His character we've seen, obviously, in seasons past where he was, you know, coming into this whole point. He was doing this whole changeover as far as his identity, his sexual identity. There was a lot going on. He was very defiant with Marty. A lot of it just had a lot of, you know, inner aggression towards him. The way of, you know, being raised, the tug of war between him and his mom. Like there was so much going on with that. So we don't see a whole lot more because it seems like there's a lot more stability. He's older now. Uh, he's kind of coming. He's still, you know, he's coming into himself. He's, he's figuring himself. out who he is and how he wants to handle right. different things. Right. That he's are, still finding you know, himself. Up in adolescence. Yeah. Still finding himself, but he's still young. And so, but he definitely is into this modeling thing. And so, and and Marty is not, he's, he's not being not supportive. He's supporting him. He is supporting um, him. Which is why he was like, yo, you know, because I think there was a, a scene where he was like, I thought you didn't want me to do this. He's like, no, it's not that I didn't want you to do it. I want to make sure that you stick with something that you want to do, but you got to make sure you follow the plan. Eyes on the prize. Exactly. That is an old black spiritual. <laughs> Wanda Sykes had to point that out. Eyes on the prize. That is my like theme and motivation. Yo, I believe in that. Yo. Oh, on the prize but she killed it so every funny. time Just so sing. funny I loved it but yeah overall great episode Very I really good. loved it um, let's go ahead and get into predictions so we can talk about next week and now your after buzz TV predictions alright so um, I'll start this time okay and um, I definitely see um the situation with Seth and uh, Jeannie. Um, I think that there's going to be more with that. I said this earlier. I think there's going to be more with that situation, especially now. And I'm glad, too, because we're going to see more of Clyde. Yeah. Remember, I've always talked in previous episodes, there wasn't much with him outside of the whole group. Mm-hmm. And so once um, he decided to do this you know, situation with um working with Seth, you know, and consulting him, you know, on his campaign and things of that nature, that gave him a story outside of the team. So I really like that. And this obviously is helping it develop because now Jeannie is kind of getting into the mix. So we're going to see more of him and see more of this kind of situation. Relationship. And I really um, think, you know, I think it's going to be a situation where Jeannie uh, does kind of fall for him and starts I think they start dating I'm just gonna I put it out so there I, I think so too I think they start dating and then I think it just messes whole, Clyde's whole world because basically he had this thing again going outside of you know the team something he could call his own because everyone else has that but him right and so now that he has this and he doesn't want to mess this up and At here's all. Jeannie of course right gonna mess it mix. up mess Flying it all the, the way up man. so it's gonna be interesting with that um, I think that also we're going to see more uh, and it showed in of course the, uh, the previews for next week uh, with uh, Doug and Tess. Which I love because you know yes. I love their little kooky yeah. <laughs> situation because it just you just get yeah. to see how awkward Doug is. Super awkward. He's gonna blow it. Super awkward. Yeah. Well, we see kind of you know some of the stuff with the TED Talks that she helped him get. I mean, obviously, but I just how, think yeah. that relationship-wise, TED Talk aside, it just I think he's gonna blow he's it. He's gonna blow it. Yeah. Okay. I do. I okay. think that he's going to blow it, and I think that um, it, it's going to refocus him because now he's going to realize mm. I don't have anything either mm. as Clyde is at least working towards his goal right. of building things up because we're obviously getting towards the time where it's going to be D-Day. Sure. So Absolutely. Yeah. Everything's leading up to the acquisition which I think is all and this is a, a super far production but I was thinking about this as I was watching this. I really think 
that I don't think it's going to go through. I told you that I, I don't, don't think it's th- going to go through. I, I don't think, think it's going to go the through. The urge for them to stay together yeah. or to just kill Skip off yeah. or something, some other mountain to mm-hmm. climb as a group mm-hmm. is going to pop up. And I think we did talk about this, but I think just more so this episode, confirmed the way everything's going on, I think it confirmed it for me in the fact that. You know, everything's going to, you know, of course, it makes it lead up to this. And either they're going to, it's not going to go through or like they like to do is like the last episode, the season, you know, season finale. They're going to leave with some cliffhanger as far as maybe. like maybe it happens, maybe, you know, like getting to the point of signing and he, you know, stops his pen or something. I don't know. The baby starts crying. And <laughs> then he's like, oh, gonna I don't want to happen. So I don't know. Interesting. Any, anything else you want to add? Um, Not really. I'm kind of, I'm curious to see where it's going to go mm-hmm. because I mean, I do think that Seth and Junior are going to develop, but are they really going to develop, or right. is it just going to be kind of one thing? I'm mm. curious. I like delving more into Doug and sure. um, Clyde, like yeah. you said, because we haven't really well, we spent time with Doug. Sure, sure. Yeah, it kind of goes back and forth, but I, like I said, I do like the whole situation with Clyde and him having a you know a separate storyline. So we'll see. But ladies and gentlemen, that's been our show. We want to thank you so 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 much for tuning in and watching with us uh, and commenting. Make sure you continue the conversation going. It will be on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, After Buzz TV, uh, all day, every day. There's amazing things. We have this show, but there's like over 70 other shows that are uh, on all every single week. So you want to get plugged in. This is how we do it. I've been your host, Lim Gonzalez. You can find me always, all day, every day at the Poet Saint on social media. Jill, where are you at, young lady? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Stiletto Jill. That's it. That's it. Stiletto <laughs> That's Jill. That's at Stiletto it. Jill. Make sure you follow me. Follow what more her. do I need to say? Mike what do you drop. have to say? Mike drop. Boom. There Done. you go. There it is. Uh, make sure you rock and stuff with your Afro Puffs all Rage. day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on with your bad self. And be who you are. That's the message. Be who you are. Because then are. Um, good things will happen. All right, we out. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>